Trading Nut, Episode 9. The market took my stop out. I got stop hunted. Doesn't happen. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Nut Podcast, I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today I've got a bit of a different show for you guys there, I've got a couple of, actually it's quite an interesting show, there's a number of different things here um, that we're going to go through, so I've got Andre Stewart back on who was on here on episode one, Um, number one we've got him doing a video recording at the same time we ran this actual show, so if you guys can... um, you guys can get get access to this simply by heading over to tradingnut.com, finding episode nine. Can't believe we're nine episodes in, and uh, and the video will be on that page there. So jump over there to get access to the video of the um, or the video portion of this this episode, which is coming up in a second. Um, we do make sure that we we describe what's going on in the video, so it's not a sort of completely pointless by any means podcast. It is, there's a lot of information in there that you could actually take away and use useful, actionable information um, where we go over really just getting the basics right around understanding price action. So if you don't think you've got the basics right for understanding price action, or if you if you're still doing stupid things like you know, picking tops and that, this is going to help you out. It's definitely going to help you out. It's helped me out. I realized a couple of things whilst I was interviewing Andre as well. Um, So guys, it's going to be absolutely fantastic if you check out the video along with listening to this podcast. And there's another reason to actually stick to the end. Um, This was on impromptu during our chat. So uh, really happy to be able to announce that at the start of the show now. So uh, now that I'm recording it after we've recorded the actual show or interview. So what Andre has decided to do is he's decided to give his lifetime membership mentoring away to somebody for free. So you guys are going to get access to Andre, who is has gone from strength to strength uh, over the... I think it was 18 months ago, about 18 months ago that I got him on the show for the first time and I can't, I just literally cannot believe um, how successful this guy's sort of become in the last 18 months with um, what he's managed to do with his trading and uh, if anything it's, it should be uh, motivation for everyone out there listening and as a, you know, a sign of what's possible when you put your mind to it and put the, put the hours in, put the time in and really you know, commit to this. So anyway, um, you're going to get access to him as part of this competition that he decided to do on the fly. And look, I mean, you get access not just to him, but you get access to the the chat room, the active chat room, and the guys that are listening that are on there. Um, you'll know that how active it is and and how fantastic it is. You'll also get access to um, the material that he's produced and his and his ongoing um, video productions in terms of like group calls, group training sessions. Um, group Q and A's, all that sort of stuff, which comes out like pretty much clockwork on a monthly basis. Uh, you're going to get access to all of that for completely free. And there's there is one thing, and it's only going to be one person. One thing, one person 
and one question. He asks a question at the end of the show, or near the end of the show, and it's the first person that, that can come back with the correct answer. So you do need to think about this. You do need to do some work. Um, I do recommend listening to the interview first before skipping to the end because uh, at least you're going to sort of be on the same wavelength. And it, you might, I don't know, you might get some clues in there or something. Okay, so guys, the first person to come back to Andre with the answer, and he leaves his email at the end of the show as well, you're going to win this mentorship for uh, this lifetime mentor, mentoring with Andre. It's absolutely amazing package. Righty ho! So that's the that's the cool thing. The two cool things there are the video footage and the competition. Um, thirdly, I'm going to give you a quick update on how I'm going with my trading before we get into the uh, into the interview with um, with Andre and uh, yeah, give you guys an update and also sort of give you an idea of you know what's what I've found has changed. You know why things are going well or not going so well. I'm going to try and give you some insight into to my thinking, which hopefully will help you guys in, in terms of what you're doing and where you're at. Um, so those of you that are in the chat room, then you'll, you'll sort of see some of the trades I've been posting and, and some of the comments I've been making. And this sort of reflects that to a certain degree. So uh, whilst like, I'm doing really well, don't get me wrong, I'm doing really well with where I'm at with the trading at the moment. I, I'm able to read a price chart like I'm actually driving down a, a road as opposed to looking at a whole bunch of uh, lines going up and down and, and not really knowing what's going on or why things are happening, what when they're happening. Now I've got a much better grip of that. I can sort of read the story that's being written on the chart, a uh, quote from Gill's interview last week. And... Um, and part of the reason I've managed to get to that point is obviously spending a lot of time looking at charts, but also um, recent, more recently, I've just stepped back. I just took a break from actual actual trading, and I decided to just watch the charts instead for a bit. And I wanted to do that because I realised that I'd get to the point where I do a bit of you know analysis and stuff, and then as soon as I sat down and said, right now I'm going to trade. My like I, I sort of had tunnel vision. <laughs> I had tunnel vision down to like the tick, and every time the price would tick over, I was like so zoned in on those ticks. It was just ridiculous. I'd lost complete perspective of the actual landscape of what was going on. So I watched. I watched price for a little bit. Okay, a few weeks, and I did start to see things, you know, I was, I was like, oh, well, I'd enter here, I'd enter here, I'd enter here, I'd put my stop here, my take profit here, and then what would I, what would happen if I'd done that? And I started to realize that I actually wasn't entering according to my plan, and so then I adjusted my plan, and I've adjusted my plan in the last few weeks just because I needed that, I needed something to, to stop me from placing trades, and I'm really happy with where I've got to. Um, and so so that's th- so those were two things. Perspective, getting perspective, and then making sure you've got something in place to stop you from trading. Okay, because you could trade, you could place a trade every single tick of the day, right? Not going to be good. You'd probably need a, a trading robot to do that, but the chance of you actually making any money is pretty much zero. Um, so what I say, so long story short. Sorry, I lost my train of thought here. Um, so yeah, so the perspective is key. If you've got perspective, then you can sort of see the bigger picture, and then you've all of a sudden you're not, you know, 
diving in on something that doesn't exist or doesn't fit with your plan or forgetting your plan or, or that sort of thing. So you've got to sit back. So taking time out, watching the chart and not placing any trades is a, something worthwhile doing. So if you're not doing that, if you're constantly in there in the market trading and still not making money, please, here's a bit of advice. Just step back and watch the chart for a couple of weeks and see if what you're thinking and where you think you should be placing trades is the right time or is it that you really need a lesson in patience and I think that's part of the reason why this perspective thing has really helped me is because it's given me a bit of a lesson in patience and the fact that I could see my impatience by entering, you know, wanting to enter trades when my setup wasn't there. Okay, that was number one. Number two was honoring your stops and I'm sure I've mentioned this in a previous episode but that was a big thing as well, honoring the stops, knowing exactly where you're going to exit your trade if it goes against you and being honest about it and not, I suppose, not letting your ego get in the way and, and taking you, uh, sorry, move, letting you move the stop or having your stop hit, entering straight straight away again, um, all those things, those are two of the key things that I found with the manual trading that I really, really struggle with. Um, so now, where I'm at, is I mean I've I managed to tick the box with the perspective, tick the box. I've got a better trading plan. I showed um, I showed it to Andre today, and he was like, "Man, that's that's good. You you are on track." Um, so got those two things ticked. The next thing is practice. I know I need practice to get it right. I know I'm not going to be able to get it right every single time. So I just need to feel com- more confident than I care- currently am. In this, in this adjustment to the training plan, plan that I had or the strategy I had in the past. Righty-ho, so the final thing is rhythm. I need to get into the rhythm of like, you know, I'm now starting that rhythm. I'm somewhat thinking about doing some automation with this tra- new trading plan. I might do it, I might not. Um, I tried it last week. And I realized that I needed to do a bit more work on it to, to really make it happen. I'm just sort of thinking, is it still, is automation just too soon? And I'm thinking it is. What I'm going to probably do is do it the manual way, get into the rhythm, and it's actually not that much work. Um, I'm going to set up alerts at least so I can, I don't miss stuff, and then I think I'm away. So guys, stay tuned. And there is one thing that I do want to talk about here that might also help you, okay? So it was a podcast I was listening to in the last couple of weeks, and it gave me the idea, because what I was talking about was, it was actually an interview with Conor McGregor, the the, um, the mixed martial artist, the, the I suppose you could call him a boxer. Um, he's done a couple of boxing matches. Look, he... he um, he has a like an amazing philosophy with life, and, and it sort of helped him get to where he's, where he's managed to get to. Anyway, one of the things that he talks about is just putting it out there. So putting stuff out there into, like, I suppose, just getting stuff out of your system and saying that you're going to do it and put it, making yourself accountable to everyone, okay? Making yourself accountable, making yourself essentially look like a fool if something if it doesn't come off you're going to look look like a fool so your brain is essentially going to trick you into going i don't want you to look like a fool so what am i going to do well, i'll tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to make sure you don't look like a fool so therefore i'm going to make sure you do whatever you said you're going to do okay and so i i put something out there at the end of the show so that's another reason to listen to the end of the show um so 
check it out, guys. You've got to listen to the whole thing to find out what it is. But I put something out there. Um, it gave Conor McGregor interview gave me the idea to do it, and I thought, hey, this is a great idea. And um, look, you're going to listen to the end to find out what it is. So let's go on to so that was my manual trading. Let's go on to the automated trading. So the trading robots. If you're a member of the gold membership uh, club. Over here at tradingnut.com, you're getting one new trading robot a month. And basically, you're getting all the knowledge and wisdom that I've picked up over the years of not just trading robots, but trading manually. And also everything that I'm learning these days, like stuff that I'm learning from from Andre and stuff that I'm learning from the guys that he's learning from. There's there's a whole bunch of um, information in there, in my mind, that I'm putting into the charts in an automated format and you guys have got a chance to get hold of that. And like, you know, these these robots have the potential to make significant returns. I've had a, one trader on the show who has done exactly this. And he was like, he was talking about making small income, right? No, sorry, small income, a, a side income. Um, it, that was, you know, had the potential to be significant with a bit more risk. Uh, so look, guys. I'm just going to give you a quick insight into the one of the one of the earlier robots that's up there. So you'll get this like within the first few months of the membership. It's it's currently up eight percent as a whole. And this is look. This is just the, these are the settings that I'm running it on on a live account. And even though it's up eight percent, it's actually being propped up by one currency pair. So there's one pair that actually is dominating this and propping it up. And I just want to run you through the stats here on that currency pair. So it's the Euro US dollar pair, and it's currently up 182 pips. Uh, if you know what pips are, if you're not familiar, just jump on jump on uh, on Google. Um, so it's trading currency pair 182 pips. It's up. It's been trading for about six weeks. Uh, it's got a win rate of 75 percent, and it's got a profit factor of 87 point. Sorry, 757 which is very high, a very high profit factor. If, if it can carry that on for a year, it'll be absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I'll be surprised. But look, it's, it's had uh, eight, eight trades um, so far. So, I mean, it's not a huge number, but over that period of time, I'm pretty happy with that. Like, and that's 8% on the account, and that's not what this robot's generated. It's probably more along the lines, if I just do the maths, it's probably done more along the lines of 18%. Okay, guys, so that's just giving you a little bit of an insight into the Trading Nut Gold membership and the robots you get there. You also can send me your strategies as well. So if you've got an idea that you want to see automated or you'd like to try it out or you'd like me to try automating it for you, then jump on board, join the Gold membership, let me know the strategy, send me an email, send me a chat, whatever, and I will endeavor to put that in my um, my uh, back catalog of Strategy that are, strategies that I'm building, automating, and at least send you the results or send you the robot um, first when it's done. Let you know if I found it to be profitable or not. If it is a profitable, then it goes in the membership, and everyone else who is currently a gold member is going to get access to it. And as I said, the gold membership is disappearing very, very soon. So if you do want to pick it up at the current deal, then please jump on there, tradingnut.com, and you'll get access. Righty-ho, uh, I think that is it for my update. Hopefully you got some benefit out of that. Hopefully you learned a few things. Um, I think we should get on with this interview because it is quite a long interview and there is the video footage with it. There's a competition 
and also you're going to hear me putting it out there at the end. Um, guys, you're going to see us both on video. If you jump onto um, tradingluck.com, send it, head over there and check it out. But listen to it now if you're in the car running or doing whatever you're doing. All right, see you in there. All right, guys, so we've got Andre Stewart back here on the show. So he was on episode one and is my trading mentor here on Trading Nut. Uh, so we've got Andre back on. And look, I mean, I'll tell you what. Andre's almost like the sort of, he's sort of like the uh, the guy that, um, what's the word? So all the traders that I can't get on the show, that don't want to come on the show because they just don't need to come on the show or they just don't want a profile, they just do their own thing and, you know, they, they help a select group of people. They're very hard to find. This is the guy, Andre's the guy that basically talks to them all on a regular basis and meets them all. Um, and finds out how they do things and and then applies it his own style to to whatever they're teaching and sort of distills it down for his his um his students at chart artist trading so um so that's why it's great to have him on the show on a regular basis to to fill the void for of those guys that don't want to come on the show when I reach out to them and say hey you know that said we've had some good traders on the show so far what do you what do you think of the latest interviews and the new trading Nut podcast andre I love it, man. It's it's really amazing. I can't wait to uh, actually listen to Gil's interview because uh, Clint has been Clint speaks very highly of him. So I'm actually really excited to listen to his interview. So I'm... yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, that, I, I had some good feedback on that one. I've got to say, um, I mean, it's I, I I thought it was a pretty good interview. I didn't come away thinking it's the best one that's ever been on the show, but I had <laughs> there was some feedback saying that like it is up there like it is not if not the best for some people um it's really right. one of the top top two or three now look sorry I, we're recording this on video guys so um whether or not this part of the show goes on there but my daughters are walking around the back of the house and and they're like get the video off i can't walk through the the, the, the house so anyway so i've turned my video off but we've got you there andre now That's um cool. today what we're going to do is try and help some of the guys out there that are that are struggling, um, and uh, and show them some sort of I wouldn't call them basics. It's probably stuff that you're not going to find on the internet, right? Around pretty like, much <laughs> around sort of you know working out the, the general direction that price is going to go in, which really is sort of the first part of the puzzle of, of getting in and, and onto a move. So um, let's let me hand it over to you now. Um, we are recording this, as I mentioned, so we're going to see the screen, and you're going to basically be able to see Andre's chart. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, we'll, we'll try and keep it as verbal as possible um, and describe things, but we'll also have a video up that you can jump on on the site and check out as well when you've got time. So let's um, let's have a look and, and fire this trading view chart up uh, there, Andre. Cool beans. So first off... Um, I've simplified my trading like ridiculously because I think that's there's beauty and simplicity. The other issue that I see is when I ask even some of my people some of the basics about charting, um, what is what, what's not what, right? A lot of people can't answer it because I think it's some convoluted, crazy kind of a thing. Okay, so first off is what's your attitude towards trading? right? Do you think the market's manipulated? Blah, 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 all that trash, right? Market's not manipulated. People just don't understand price behavior, one. And I'm probably not going to get into price behavior today because I say that for my for my, for my people. Um, two, 
what's your attitude towards life like? Are you just a salty, negative person? And I'm not trying to single anyone out in general, right? People just don't understand flat out basics. So I pride myself on having learned from high-level traders some I, I can mention and some that I cannot mention. And it's all a function of getting to truth, right? I don't want theory. I don't want any theory in my trading. I want truth, right? You can keep the theory. <laughs> you can keep your theories on manipulation. So let's, let's, let's dispel the myth right now. The market took my stop out. I got stop hunted. Doesn't happen. The only time your stop's really going to get hunted is if you're being booked. number one, right? Number two... If the market is in in an, a state of weak liquidity and weak volume, price exists to fill orders. That's it, right? Now, you have to understand there's a difference between market orders and limit orders. Limit orders are market movers. Uh, market orders typically get absorbed by limit orders. Uh, limit orders end up being support and resistance. However, I don't care about support and resistance in my trading. I think it's a retail noise. Um you have to look at price behavior to truly understand. And I know that's a controversial kind of thing to say, but the proof is in the pudding and, and how some of my advanced students are doing. The proof is on their chart. Support and resistance is trash. Okay. Um, because you got to think backwards, what creates support and resistance? And I'm not going to get into that. Um, so in, in, in times of thin liquidity, the market's going to fill, fill your stop, which is a limit order, right? Because price needs that liquidity. It's not a stop run. It's not a stop run. Thin liquidity's price price will whipsaw. Case in point, NFPs, right? Uh, interest rate decisions. You're going to get whipsaw because the big guys are pulling the risk, right? So what does that create? That creates thin liquidity on both the bid and the offer side of the market. So then you got price moving like this to try to find what's there. And it's silly to try to trade those whips. Because if you know the general news is good or bad, I may walk you through my interest rate decision short. I don't know. Um, You wait for the best possible price to take the short, and it's clear as day when you know what to look for. Okay? So let's get started. I I talk too much, Cam, I know. That's right, mate. No, look, it's it's all good. And I think, I mean, if you're listening to this, guys, you've got to probably go back and rewind that and listen to it maybe four times. To really, yeah, maybe to really, yeah, maybe five, <laughs> maybe even have it on repeat at the gym. Uh, it's it's one of these things that you can take so much out of that, but you probably do need to really sit down and study it, um, and yeah. to take out the nuggets that Andre's just left there on the table for you to to, to pick up. One thing I did want to ask before you dive into the chart is, so the market. You mentioned the market's not manipulated, and sort of your view of the market. I mean, I know we've talked about manipulation before. Um, how do you, how did you sort it's of? A good, it's a good buzzword. Yeah, plain and simple, it's a good buzzword, right? Because if you think of quote unquote manipulation, you have expectations, right? You're expecting price to do one thing and price does another. It's nothing more than a liquidity pool. That's it, and price is going to attack that liquidity pool, right? So, and it's the perfect opportunity to squeeze off. So, for instance, right, most people don't understand that there are FX options, Forex options, right? Not binary options, but actual for currency options, right? So, 
a lot of times, and it, 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 they, you don't even have to know where they are and when they happen because they follow price behavior to the T. So a couple Tuesdays ago, um, there was some, an options expiry in uh, UJ. UJ bounced off as a specific price, kept going, right? People were like, I heard all of, oh, UJ was supposed to fall, it didn't fall. Like all, all, the, all the dumb retail noise. Well, what you didn't understand was it was literally right around $67 billion of liquidity came to the market. So what does the market have to do? It has to move until it finds that counterparty to satisfy that $67 billion in bids that came in. Right? Yeah. And even if you pull together retail stops, it's not even, it's barely eight figures. So how the heck is a 60-something billion dollar bid going to get satisfied by something that's barely going to be seven to eight figures? It's not going to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, so the, the, the long and the short of it is manipulation is a bit of a buzzword. And, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I suppose people can, can take it. You've got to do your own research is what it comes down mm-hmm. to and, and find out why price is doing what it's doing. And I think we heard this in Gil's interview, actually. I've done it. Have you actually listened to it? You haven't listened to it. You I have not yet. I not have yet. not yet. He does talk about the why, and it's like trying to find out why you know things are actually happening on the chart. Um, there was one other thing. He did actually tell a story about manipulation. So it would be interesting to get your feedback. Maybe we just have an offline chat about it. But on the story that he mentions in the show around i don't want to ruin it for you um because i ruin movies for my wife all the time okay all right so so basically it was um a prop trading firm or something in israel i think from memory he was either working there or somebody else was and and basically this this young sort of whippersnapper trader came in um didn't know a lot about the markets but uh they were trading like penny stocks or something like that and basically they realized that because they had you know quite a bit of money behind them and they were placing into these penny stocks and they were asked to trade the penny stocks that they realized they could push price up um you know and what? suck in all these I buyers should, and then i it, should clarify forex is not manipulated because right, i do yeah. i do yeah i have to clarify that right fx is not manipulated it, it's penny stocks yeah because i mean i mean i'm gonna get some crap for this tim sykes pump and dump artist <laughs> right it is what it is with that guy so and a bunch of the other guys that push penny stock courses and they tell you oh yeah i'm gonna buy here blah 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 right well they're actually selling <laughs> because they're liquid enough to move the market but then they need the counterparty to their exit yeah so the poor the, the, the poor students get hurt in the in the process so yeah so so yeah, like and it's you know straw polar one and all that sort of thing so um cool i think we've ticked that box there on the on the, <laughs> the market manipulation i oh, suppose the, the question i the other thing that i thought about was like if you're being be booked and your stop, stops are getting hunted how do you have you got any ideas on how you sort of get around that and how you do you find out you got to find out what the what the interbank price is and you just got to do research. You just got to do research. Um, I mean, I look at interbank feeds all the time just to, that's how I test brokers out essentially. Um, if, you're, if, you're, if your price is off from interbank prices, and typically speaking, even feed contributors are maybe off by a fraction, a fraction of a point. Um, but if you log into like a retail broker and they're like 20 pips off, yeah, you're being booked, right? But if the difference between the interbank price and your uh, 
whatever feed your retail feed is the spread, there's a highly good chance you're not being B-booked. But again, business is business. If you are a crap trader, your broker, ECN or not, can take the other side of your trade, right? It's fair. It's fair at that point. So it just depends on how you how you see it. So yeah, I compare everything to interbank feeds, just to be sure. Cool. Right. Okay, look, I'll let you um, jump on the charts now and cool. talk us through what we were going to talk through originally. Maybe just give us a quick reminder as to what exactly that was again. <laughs> basics, 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 basics that everybody should know, right? So, again, this absolutely is an auction market. Now, it doesn't mean you have to trade auction market theory. Um, you don't have to subscribe to that. But it absolutely 100% is an auction market. It will go to the lowest buyer. It will go to the highest bidder, right? And it's just pockets of liquidity. Now, most traders are trading from a smaller time frame, time frame perspective, right? What does that do? You're 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 in the you're you're swinging for the fences, right? Essentially, but it's like you're standing on the edge of the forest and you can't see the trees. You're picking up rocks, right? Yeah. So, a big problem that I see with traders, they don't know what a wick is. Right. So essentially, what's a wick? Right. A wick is telling you essentially where buyers are, where sellers are. Look left. Right. So that's really what a wick is telling you. A wick on a higher time frame is giving you key information that every day you're going to have two crowds of traders. Someone who tries to buy high. I'm sorry, buy low. And then someone who tries to sell high. It's reflected in your chart. Sellers here, buyers here. So no wonder why we clear this level because we got bids here. And we again, we had some offers up in here, right? So the market will fall, right? Common sense. Mm. Um, it's fractal. So it doesn't matter what time frame you're looking at. Uh, so for instance, why do we pull up here? Look left, bids, 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 right? Why did this tumble? Offers, Right. It's just it's it's just basics that everyone should know that they don't know, right? Because I know this is a small wick, but I understand that there's going to be some sellers up here because sellers try to sell high, right? And you can get really exact with entry and exit, but yeah, we're not going to go. So, that. so to use it as your to your advantage, if you're buying the high on the prior candle, um, assuming it's right. a higher time frame, you're probably mm-hmm. not going to be you know, very happy at the end of the day because the no. chance of it actually breaking that high and carrying on and um, being a bullish day is is not likely unless you've got a whole bunch of sellers right under that high. You got it. Yeah. You got it, right? Because essentially, like, what is this telling you? I got some bid, some bid pressure in here, right? Now we're at a monthly chart. It's the same crap. Push up. Oh, wait, I know I have some offers in here. Pushes back down, right? You, and just so that you guys can are aware, and I've just realized that we're on, doing this as a podcast, that I'm looking at the video going, oh, this is good. Um, so so what Andre's drawing up here is just like, you know, he's highlighting the uh, the highs, that's right, the, the, the upper wicks and the lower wicks of candles on a daily, weekly and monthly chart. Um, right. it, it should keep you out of crappy trades. <laughs> it, it really should. Because every, and even even on a fractal basis, right? You're going to have highs and you're going to have the highs and lows. The buyers are going to buy low, sellers are going to sell high, right? Because we can draw the conclusion that since buyers stepped in here, they're going to step in here. Since sellers stepped in here, they're probably going to step in here. 
again, it's not an exact science when you're trying to flat out fade highs and fade lows, um, but you can get really, really precise, right? So now let's go back to a daily. Now let's use a tool. So even before I put this indicator on here, um, if you don't understand the basics of, of the market, and I'm not talking market structure because I don't factor in market structure into my trading at all. Again, I think it's retail noise, right? Because the market isn't saying structure, right? Price is just ticking up and down. All right, so let's use session volume. So let's, let's break down today. Where is, there we go. So I'm going to mark out yesterday's low. All right. I'm going to mark out this low here. And this is a low that's uh, close yeah, to. Yeah, September 10th. Yeah, so it's, it's quite a way away. Uh, it's, a, it's about a, yeah, a month or so away. Um, but it's below where. The prior low was that he made. Right, so we just work. Yeah, we're just working on relevant prices that are here in the here and now. Okay, so now we have our our volume profile on here, right? So we have a previous day's low, we have some some lows here, and we have a low here, right? So what most traders tend to do is try to pick and pick apart reversals, right? That's good. And it's also bad because essentially what you're doing is you're trying to call the top and call the bottom when you don't have access to the order book. Now, it's not hard to find the low and high of the day. It can be done on a fractal basis. But understand one of the basics basics of price movement. So here we go. We have, let's go to a four hour actually. Okay, so we have, uh, this is probably encompassing two days. Yeah, one, two, three, four. So about two and a half days per profile, right? So we have a low volume node, which is nothing more than a low volume rejection. We have a daily low here. Let me get that really exact, right? We also have some low volume nodes in here. This is a likely point to where buyers are going to step in, right? So then what you need to do is you need to really do, 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 drill, drill down a bit and look for the proof. Wow, this is weird. Why is it putting the profiles up there? That is weird. <laughs> and just refresh it. Stay on page. For those guys listening to this and not watching the video, um, TradingView's just go. done a weird thing. Here we go. We're yeah, back on, back on track again. Right. So now what's volume? Volume is another word for activity, right? P price time equals volume just as much as price and volume equals time. So it's a, it's a direct relationship. What you're going to find is when sellers step in, the market is automatically going to try to satisfy their quote-unquote liquidity at high volume, 
right? Because the market doesn't want to trend. The market wants to range. So let's drill down to a 30. So here we go. We got our, a daily low. We got another low here, right? So understand the probability is probably going to come uh, at some point for price to push to the upside. So we get our low volume rejection. Now, I'm going to box off this portion here if I remember where it's at. Here we go. So we have a high volume price right here. So essentially what you're looking to do is if once the once the sellers or the buyers step in, you're looking to take this back to an area of high volume where you should be exiting. And that's the other issue. Most traders can get the direction right, but they cannot get targets. They just cannot get targets for whatever reason. I can tell you why. But the market will move away from um, one party's interest to high volume for what? To see who's going to take over at that price. We can see right here, we move right back to the highest volume, the highest traded price of the day on GJ, which was 143.749. It'll probably be different depending upon your, your, uh, your liquidity feed. But essentially what we see is price, the, the, the uh, buyer stepped in at low prices, right? We got low volume rejection or no activity mm. from uh, sellers down here at the lows. And we go, we shoot right up to high volume. And then again, at high volume, essentially the most traded price of this day, we fell. Simple. And it repeats itself. Yeah. yeah, it repeats itself over and over again, right? So now let's let's backtrack again. And I suppose the, the, the difficult thing for a lot of guys that, you know, are looking at, was it one, two, three, four, five bearish days in a row? And then this, you know, you, you're in here taking buys. And, you know, for, oh, yeah. These, for, you, for, you, you, yeah, for people, people like going, oh, it's going to drop. It's going to sink to the, you know, to the, through the, through the floor. Uh, and then, you know, guys like yourself and, and all these other guys that are, that are like, you know, know exactly what they're doing are going, oh, no, I'm taking a buy. I, I'm buying this because this is where, uh -huh. essentially where all the, all the buyers are and it's a buying level. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the buy and I'm not going to exit, you know, through the moon, but I can see exactly where I should be exiting so that I'm not left on the table with, you know, a break even trade or, or even a stop loss being hit again. Right. So let's even look at another way to look at this. And this is a daily time frame and this is a, a composite profile, essentially. So and what, what, what does that mean, do? composite profile? Is that just it's just it's just com com a composite set of data okay. for this whole this whole range. Right. Right. So now we have a higher time frame, high volume price, as indicated by the high volume node. So remember, we were looking for low volume rejection. We have a low volume area in here, right? So essentially, we can drag this across and say, okay, I can look here. We also have a ledge here. And that just means where volume tends to taper off, also known as low volume. And you can mark these areas as zones, essentially, right? So you can see we don't quite get all the way down to this one, but what did this short target? High volume. Yeah. Right? And on the smaller time frame, go back to an hourly. And high volume is typically going to be your target. It's high volume target number one. 
right? You can push for something like this if you want. Now, the problem with pushing for something like this if you want is you have a lack of activity right here, mm. right? So you can use where volume drops off. You can use this as a zone if you like because there there was not really a uh, there was not really any activity here at this price in in this area the price ran away from it for whatever reason the buyers didn't like it and the buyers didn't like it here again now let me demonstrate something so we're going to take in on the higher time frame again this is a high volume node so it's it's a fractal concept How many times has price come here? <laughs> One, yeah. So, did you go and work this out beforehand, or what? Because it looks a little bit contrived. This, uh... <laughs> no, you know, I do everything on the fly. Yeah, I know, I, I know exactly that. And, and I mean, guys, the guys who can't see this at the moment, Andre's just pulled uh, something from the very left hand, right hand side of the the chart, a, a zone that he drew based on one little bit of information and he's managed to pull it all the way across and prices reacted against that level. I don't know, like five, 10 times maybe. Uh, yeah, look, in the we're higher time in, frames, it was, it was we're in July five. of 2016, right? And this price area has been super duper significant, right? Yeah. We can even drill to a freaking weekly. And you can see it's oh, sugar smacks. Well, we got we got the PO. It's a freaking POC, right? Point of control. Yeah. So this price was significant in 2009. It was significant in 2008. It was significant. Oh, it kind of it the POC juggles around, but our it was initially here. So I'll just put a straight solid line through it here. Unbelievable. Nothing's random, right? And you know, people I get a lot of flack when I say that nothing's random. Yeah. Nothing's random. You just gotta know what to look for. Yeah. Right? And it's the things that are in front of your face that you don't notice that can make the biggest difference in your trading. And yeah, that sounds kinda like Captain Obvious, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. And again, you can see a high volume node right here on the freaking weekly. We'll put our line in the middle of it. Nothing's random. Nothing's random. July 5th. Nothing's random. Yeah, it's it's quite incredible. The number, you know, 1995, this line that Andre has picked from current day which is not even it's significant. He's pulled out, he's explained why it's significant. Dragged it across to 1995, and you can see price literally bouncing off this particular price point back then. And again, I think in 2000, and it looks like 11, it rejected. Um, 2013, see, yeah. 2009. Yeah. It, it, nothing's random, man. Like, I, I just wish a lot of traders would just kind of not fall for the okie doke. And again, the stupid courses on the internet, right? You see some trader on Instagram stacking 100 lots. They're demo, right? You just can't fall for this almost curse, but you can't fall for the dumb stuff on the internet. 
<laughs> right? You, you just can't because, again, if it was so readily available, why isn't everybody doing it and why isn't everybody profitable? Right? You don't know what you don't know, yeah. unfortunately. And it is what you don't know that can essentially screw you. So now let's go let's let's go back and look at the market from a fractal standpoint. I'll tell you what I was thinking just before, you should almost be, you know, in the universities lecturing about this stuff. It's <laughs> you, you know some lady wants me to at, at at Sac State she runs a class and they want traders and I just happen to be a trader. And she says, "Hey, can you come to my class and speak?" I'm like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> yeah, look, I mean it's uh, I think you'd you'd be absolutely brilliant at doing it. Um, it's probably worthwhile giving it giving it a go. I will. I'll do it just to help people out, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I, you know, I don't care. I run my mouth all the time, so it's quite easy for me to do so. But even if we take this to a monthly, it's no different. It's it's literally no different. All, all it is is just a bigger data set, and you can get more precise with it. So the next time someone tells you something in trading is random, you just look at them in the face and say, ha, 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 no, it's not. <laughs> and to be honest, if you're looking for high volume, okay, I'll, I'll get rid of, I'm going to get rid of this indicator in this line. Remove, remove, okay. I'm going to go to a 15-minute chart. going to pick right here, dead here in the center. There you go. Nothing's random. Look at the random. It's right. One thing you got to understand from a even the same crap in '95, August seventh. Hey, my dad's birthday is August eighth. But all it is is dealing. It's dealing. It's dealing. It's dealing. Most retail traders don't understand dealing either. But even if so, let's zoom. Let's actually zoom back in. Go to a daily, right? So if you understood that this price right here was significant, and remove this because you you really don't even need all this to 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 even decipher price. I know that based off my work, I'm probably going to get some bids here because one of the things you have to realize too is you don't have market moving money. I don't have market moving money. So then, what does that mean? You have to submit to the data on the chart without any bias, right? So even if you just say you blind faded in this area, right? You can target the most traded price throughout the market's history. You can take it back to there, right? And again, you know you're going to have some strong bids up in here near the offers. I'm sorry, near the highs. Let's say if you were Mr. Uh, God skipped the trading, which is what I used to think I was, you can take it back to high volume. Right. And it's it's not it's not rocket science. Right. But again, you have to transition from thinking like a retail trader and price patterns and all that other horse crap that doesn't matter to what actually matters. And the data is on your chart literally for you to decipher. And it's not hard to decipher. You just have to let go of the ego, let go of the preconceived notions and trade it. That's it. And again, I can get really specific. You see my interest. And here goes my ego, right? Because I work too damn hard <laughs> to not have a little bit of an ego. You see my entries. Yeah. 
right? Sick. Sick. It's freaking amazing, right? But that's just a product of chart time in non-biasedly looking at the chart. And even Octavian's entries. The kid is freaking great, <laughs> right? So if, if most traders would just take a back seat and say, hey, I'm just going to analyze the, the uh, data on the chart as data and not any of my personal bias, I'm going to dump the patterns. Because even if you look up the statistics behind retail trader patterns, you will see that 90% of them are trash. They're just trash. They don't work. So don't do it. <laughs> so it's, it's, right. Yeah, so the key, the key takeaway is there are significant price levels and you if you sort of if you can go back in, in time and work out where these are, um, you're gonna be in a much better position than, than looking at when the moving average is, is turning and and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. and then and work then out you a trade. Only add indicators even if you if you want it, you add them after you have price. If you don't master price, you can't use an indicator. So most people work, it, it works backwards, not forwards. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's coming in at, from the wrong angle, I think. And it's probably because it's just, it's it makes sense to people. It's like, I, I need tools to be able to, you know, to do this job of trading. And mm-hmm. as opposed to, I need to, to know how the underlying market works to then... Mm-hmm work out what tools I do need to, to trade and you know somebody's mm-hmm. going to give me some tools so I'll, I'll use them um, I mean it goes back to my analogy that I've mentioned before where you know when I was learning to build websites that the best education I had was when somebody taught me what a pixel was and how, how that worked and how everything <laughs> grew from there and this is exactly the same thing with trading it's like once you understand it it's, it's you know another analogy it's like driving down the road with blindfold on understand how price moves and why it moves, and then all of a sudden you've got the blindfold off, you can get from A to B, um, and then it's just a case of, of not crashing. So, yeah, yeah. Guys, if you're listening to this, uh, you've got through to the end of this uh, this video, and I don't know if there's much more that you wanted to share today, Andre, or is there anything else I you can I do want to ask this. If there's anybody... Okay, I'll make a deal. The first person to email me, and tell me what prices are fixed, I will mentor for free. Wow. Is that, that's, you know what that shows me? That shows me that they put in chart time. So the first person to tell me what prices are fixed and get it absolutely right, I will mentor the crap out of you. <laughs> and so let's just confirm that. Let's just, this is a great offer, guys. Um, so you're going to save yourself a fair, fair chunk of cash here. So when you're saying which prices are fixed, you're talking about like the price that you've drawn up on the video here as a, a price that... Just on the chart. On the chart. Yep. What prices are fixed on the chart? And these, and when you say fixed, like these are prices that are always They're traded. They're lines in the sand. They're lines in... Nope. They're lines in the sand. Every... There's a fixed price every single... I don't want to give it away. There's okay. a fixed price. There's a fixed price that happens on a fractal basis on every time on every time frame there's a fixed price if the first person who tells me what that fixed price is i will mentor the crap out of you and it can be any pair any it can any be any market any market it works on any market any market 
Well, it's a lot, this is a competition, guys. It's uh, that's ninety. That's ninety percent of trading, right there. You already know the answer, Cam. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't be entering. And uh, guys, if don't don't bombard them with emails if you're already one of the students, because you, you probably uh, they already know. You already know this. Um, so, guys, go off, do your research, flick an email to Andre. So, Andre, what's the best email to get you on? Andre at chartartisttrading.com. Okay, cool. Right, guys. So there you go. First person to do that. Let's. Yeah, it's a challenge. Fixed price. Yeah. What fixed prices are there? Are there? And let's hear. Um, you know, any market. And how many prices any do you want them to send you? Uh, whatever the fixed fixed one is. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's it. That sounds fantastic. Now. Um, that's that's a great challenge, guys. So so do I'll, I'll actually make mention of that at the start of the show, so that people listen all the way to the end because they know that there's something in it for them. Um, I know that was so random. <laughs> I knew I threw, I threw that curveball at you because you know I'm competitive. So this is gonna find someone who has what it takes. Yeah, I'm I'm freaking excited. And and look, I mean, guys, this is a full package of mentoring. You've got not just sessions with Andre. But you've got access to a chat room, which is very active, and you know constantly there's there's some there's actually some really good traders in the chat room as well, and there's videos, um, there's downloads, there's you know indicators, there's so much stuff in here, guys. It's absolutely fantastic what what's been built over there at Chartas Trading. Um, so yeah, look, great opportunity. Take it up. That's the uh, the email address, Andre at chartartisttrading.com, or you can probably jump on the site and leave a um, leave your detail. Oh, sorry, find the email address there. Now, there was one last thing I did want to say, and this I, I read this this morning in um, in your chat room, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. sort of name names or anything like that, but I thought it was worthwhile pointing out because look, it's been probably about. 18 months or so since since uh you know we had you on the show here and yeah. you know your rise to to you know, the, the the amount of stuff that you've managed to to sort of acquire in terms of knowledge has been absolutely phenomenal you know not even sort of going into the fact that you're, you you know your trading is is out of this world now um there's a you know a guy in one of the forums well not the, one of the forums the forum and if you do win that prize or come on board, you'll see this comment if you if you scroll through. But he does actually talk about the fact that you are now and and look, sorry, he he knows his stuff because he was um, an ex educator for a rather large outfit. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> and he and he does say, look, Andre is at the superstar level. Okay, and he's referring to other traders out there that are, are quite well known on the internet. So, guys. And, and I, look, I have to concur in terms of the, the knowledge and stuff that you've got. You know, you are you are at superstar level. So if you guys actually do want to learn from him, and you don't win this competition, this random competition he's just thrown in there and thrown at me, yeah, then I know. I'm sorry. That, that you know me. I'm really competitive, and that yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Well, look, <laughs> there is a chance to learn from this this guy, and um, you know, you know where to go. It's chartartistrading.com. Now, um. I think that's that's it. I'm I'm going to do. Hopefully, by the time they listen to this, I've got done a wee update on my my sort of trading and where I'm at. And look, one of the things I th- did think came out of this sh- in, uh, this little show is the fact that you know you're talking about perspective, and I actually really got my head around it in the last few weeks. Was like my perspective was great when I was like 
testing things out and and you know watching the charts but when i started sitting in front of the charts and actually placing trades and stuff you know my focus just went went blinkered and i started focusing on the one candle or the two candles or whatever it was and i lost perspective so i just I, i stood back and then just watched for a few weeks and i tell you what it's made an absolute world of difference i'm seeing things so much more clear um, and I think it's something I need to keep doing in the future just to, to, to make sure that I keep retaining that perspective, especially with the manual stuff that I'm doing. Um, all right, guys, I think we're going to end it there. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the and show. I want to say, Cam, what, you, what you've come up with is great. And I see no reason to why you literally can't make it work. Um, and what you and, and again, what you've come up with is what we both know happens on the inside right the world of trading that we don't see you see it now yeah so all you gotta like literally all you gotta do is execute yeah don't get in your own way execute and everything's everything's fine yeah and look you know what i i there was something that i was gonna mention and i will i mention it before the show i might do i i haven't recorded the before show yet so from repeating stuff here who cares um <laughs> i i did listen to a, another podcast and it was about it was it basically had some clips from the the well-known well mixed martial artist slash boxer uh conor mcgregor so irish guy <laughs> and had some quotes from him and one of the things that he he sort of kept going on about was the fact that he just put stuff out there and that stuff he puts it out there in, in the world and that's sort of like literally saying, you know, this is where I'm going to get to. Um, so I decided that this was the show that I'm going to put out there, and maybe I did it at the start, I don't know, we'll find out in the future, um, that I'm going to be a $1,000 a day trader within a year. That's what I'm putting out there. Yeah, and then once you get that, we're going to up that to 10000 Yeah. So get excited. So that's what I'm putting out there, guys. I'm putting it out there for the world to hear um, within a year. We're currently October 27th, uh, 2018. So I'm looking forward to 2019 and seeing where I am come one year's time. Um, And now I've put it out there, it actually does feel a bit more real, funnily enough. It feels a bit more like there's something's just changed. I don't know. Um, It's the first time I've said it. So, wow. We'll see what happens. I like it. I like it. All right, mate. Okay, look. So... um, there was, was there anything else I was going to say? Oh, yeah, the video is going to be up on the site, so check that out. Go over to tradingnut.com. You'll see it'll be episode nine, and this video will be up there for you guys to get access to and, and watch and see what we're actually um, been talking about here. So, Andre, thanks for coming on the show again. Hope no things problem. are going well over there in Sacramento, heading into winter now. Um, yeah, it's still hot. As you can see, I'm still in tank top and shorts. Yeah, so. I know, man. You guys are lucky. Well, that's probably because I'm from Chicago, and... What's cold for Californians is not cold for me. No. Yeah, I mean, out, where I live is really weird, right? Well, we're weird in a, a not-so-great way. So uh, the, the other day, I mean, we just seem to be – It's I think it's a bit like San Francisco. So mm-hmm. either side of us, absolutely stunning, and where we are is crap. So it's the other day, 26 degrees, an hour-and-a-half drive away, Sorry, this is centigrade for everyone in America. Um, so I don't know what that is, Fahrenheit. That's sort of like in the 80s or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
if you go across a little, I mean, what, so there's a one out. It's probably probably as a crow flies, it's a it's a twenty minute flight, right? Aeroplane flight, mm. mm-hmm. but it's cross water. Anyway, that was twenty six degrees as well, and we had fourteen. <laughs> it's like, how does that happen? What? Literally an hour and a half away, twenty six driving. You go over a little mountain range, and then the, you know the other direction, twenty six, and we got fourteen, and it was windy and it was miserable. I don't, we are just in this bowl of rubbish. My daughter's looking That's at annoying. me. She's looking at me now and nodding her head, going, "Yep, let's move." Uh, <laughs> problem is, there's absolutely hey, there's always room in California for you. Uh, yeah, well, look, you know, it'd be amazing. I mean, there's the only plus side is we've got a city here and it's a lovely place to live. Whereas the other two places, yeah. uh, there's the only downside there. is I trade London. So I'm very sleep deprived most of the time. So yeah, well that's yeah. I mean, I could the, that's the drawback. Could could move to the UK. That's the other thing. That's what I'm thinking. Or one of my one of my one of the guys in our group was like, just move to Hawaii. I'm like, that's not a bad freaking idea. Just move to Hawaii. Is that a, I, I'm not, is that a good good time zone for things? Is it? I, I wouldn't know. It's three hours back from me. So you know, I what I typically do is um, I'll take an I'll, I'll go to sleep from like six p.m. to around um eight nine get up um around nine ten sometimes ten ten to eleven all right i'm typically up and i'm at the charts and then i'll go back to sleep around four get up at seven and get the kids to school so yeah it's a little rough being on the west coast but i mean i don't care i love trading so i don't if i could i tell you if i didn't have to sleep i wouldn't yeah, I know what you so mean. Much, there's so much life to be lived. Like, I don't want to be sleep all the damn time. I, I, I know. Hey, look, guys. We, we, philosophy. <laughs> we, we'll end the video there. I'll jump back on while my daughters are, uh, are not not in the room. Um, all right, guys. Look, we're going to end it there. But thank you very much, Andre, for coming on. And thanks, guys, for listening. We uh, hope that you enjoyed it. Remember the f- couple of things. Jump online and watch the video. Uh, number two, there's a competition. Number three... <laughs> I don't know what number three was, but anyway, those are the two main ones. All right, guys, until next time, see you later. All right, folks, so there you have it. Now, calls to action. Head over to tradingnut.com, episode nine, and you're going to find that video of what we've just gone over, and you're going to be able to go through and see what Andre's actually showing on the charts when he's talking about it. Also, hit him up with your answer to the question. Uh, Send him an email, andre at chartartisttrading.com. Jump on your phones now to uh, to go and do that if you know the answer. If not, head over to your charts and try and find the answer to the question. All right, guys. Until next week, I hope you have a great trading week. And um, I've got some fantastic interviews lined up. So uh, stay tuned.